2023 is over. We visited both parks this year. We go over our highs, our lows, our shocking moments, and our disappointments. This is episode 78 of Salute to the Ears. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Salute to the Ears. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Erica. And we are finally back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope you had a happy holidays. We've had a lot. <laughs> I feel like we say this every time. We do. Every but time. The fact is, like, we really have had a lot happen in the last month, but last six weeks or so has just been insane. Right. Everybody's busy during the holidays. It's so I guess it's, I mean, just an excuse, but it, it was really busy. It is and it isn't. I mean, biggest thing was that like threw off our entire month in the best way. <laughs> you can say that is that you had surgery. I did. You're fine. Yeah. But everything's good. Everything's good. It just happened a little quicker than I think we were kind of expecting. Yeah. And a little more invasive because of your previous injuries. But yeah. all is well now. You're feeling a lot better, but it meant a good week of. Yeah, at least I'm really not doing anything. Yeah. It drove me bonkers. Absolutely insane. Um, but I'm glad we got it done now. Yeah. Uh, and got it taken care of, but it threw off our entire. End of the year. End of the year. So trying to record and trying to get things set up and trying to figure stuff out was just kind of off the table for right now, which is yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. 2023 was just kind of a crazy year to begin with. I, you know, I went into 2023 thinking like, yeah, it's going to be busy. We had a lot of stuff planned. Mm -hmm. We knew we were going to be heading into Jackson's senior year. Like there was a lot coming into 2023, both for here for the podcast and just in our life. Right. I did not expect it to be so up and down all year yeah no it was and we did a lot like disney wise we did a lot yeah we did we hit both coasts yeah which is the first time we've done that we're just a few months apart not the first time we've done two trips in one year no but first time we've hit both coasts first time we both have been to disneyland in years mm -hmm. years first time our kids have been to disneyland which we'll get more into that and like disney themselves had kind of a up and down year crazy year yeah. as well with everything from layoffs to try and catch up try to get back on the right side of yeah. things economically yeah i mean thousands of people got laid off yeah and then like stocks hit record lows which is not necessarily ever a good sign yeah um i mean here's we talked about this we were like prepping for this episode and like what do we want to talk about from 2023? And like, what do we want to talk about from this last year? And like, um, one of the things that we said was this was the first full year right. of Bob Iger being back at the helm. Right. And how does that change what happens or how did it change, you know, what happened within the company? Well, one of the things that happened was he gave himself an extension. Or the board gave him the an extension. Swear <laughs> um, so he is there till twenty six. Mm -hmm. 
And he says, that's it. Like he says, don't listen to rumors. That's it. Like, I, can't, I can't believe his wife will have it. I know. Like he said, that is it. He is for sure done. And hopefully sometime here into this next year, beginning of the one following, they have the successor in place because they want him to like learn on the job yeah. for a while. There was enough things that needed to happen to fix things, mm-hmm. you know, but then there's also the things of setting it up for him to leave. Right. It's not enough to just fix the things and then leave if you haven't done the prep work right. ahead of time. They tease all kinds of stuff for the parks. Oh my gosh. So many like blue sky moments and right. just like big drops of ideas. But nothing concrete. Nothing, nothing solid. Of them going, yep, this is what we're doing. So, Mm-mm. like, we just still have ideas for Dino Land and Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Possibilities of stuff over in Magic Kingdom. I I really hoped that we would get more about Dino Land. Yeah, I did too. I figured for sure that I would be like the first like one. I stalled out right now. Yeah. I think part of that is Epcot. Oh, like, yeah. Um, well, maybe now that it's done. Well, it's not done. It's getting close. It's close, it's close it's but it's not done. You still have walls up. And then like Disneyland, like stuff for Avatar and downtown Disney and what do they call it? Uh, Disney Forward or... Sorry, we're not as up on our Disneyland <laughs> stuff, but like, like Josh talking about teasing like, oh, we have enough land where we can put in a whole nother Disneyland if we want. Like what? Yeah. Everyone's talking about how they don't have any land. Well, they got some land still. Like they can still do some stuff. So they're thinking about, we just didn't get anything concrete. Yeah. Now there were some stuff. There was some stuff that happened in the parks this year that like some stuff ended. We got some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go with, I guess some of the stuff that ended yeah. in 23. I guess that makes the most sense. Right. Yeah, um, there's this thing happening right now on like TikTok and Reels where it's um, the ins and outs, right? So what what are you bringing into 2024 and what are you leaving in 2023? And so what are what are we leaving in 2023? What is out? Okay, so I guess might as well get the biggest one and one that's the least fun to talk about in many different ways out of the way, and that would be Splash Mountain. I thought we weren't going to talk about this. I know we can't. Like, it was the biggest thing. It, it really was. It really was. And part of me is sad to see Splash go because we had so many memories there. We've talked mm-hmm. about this a billion times. Both sides, the save Splash and the it's time to get rid of Splash sides. Both sides started getting kind of nasty. So yeah. I'm glad it's done and over with. Um, it's all going to get stirred up again in 24 whenever it opens. Right. But. Splashes no more. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look the same at all. Like No, it doesn't. I mean, even when we were in each respective park this year, mm-hmm. how much had already been right. done and how much had already changed in just a couple of months. Right. Because they definitely, they started in Walt Disney World a couple months at least before Disneyland. Uh-huh. And uh, part of that is because the mountain itself was bigger. Right. It was but it was a different it's, scale of what they had to do. When we got to Disneyland, we had just missed it by a couple of days. I know. And 
part of me is sad because we were like, oh, it'd be nice to write it one more time. But same time, I didn't want to deal with that crowd. Yeah. The crowd was bad enough the way it was. But yeah, now there's trees all over that thing now. The top of the mountain's gone. Like the queue in Disney World is has bright yellow. And I mean, it's a big overhaul, like big the overhaul. The pictures I have seen so far, I'm I'm really impressed. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I am. I'm hopeful. Hopeful is a really good word with that. So unfortunately, we are leaving Splash Mountain in 2023. It is. Yep. It's no more. It's out. Yep. It's out. We had some shows that we left behind. We did. Yeah. One that I wasn't super sad to see go. Right. Debbie Enchantment or uh, Harmonious? Harmonious. Yeah. Like I, I enjoyed Enchantment enough that I'm, I'm a little sad. It's, I liked Har- Harmonious. Like the barges in the Stargate didn't bother me as much. Yeah. Like I loved the brilliant brilliant colors yeah i love the brilliant colors and the uh the music yeah i i didn't mind the show itself Mm -hmm. until i saw world of color so once i saw world of color and saw what that was and the brilliance of that and the projections on the water Mm -hmm. i was like oh this is what they wanted in harmonious and to have this like i wanted to have this reaction that was like you know emotional rise of what right like what we got out of world of color in disneyland and i'm or in california adventure uh but the the thing is is that like you don't i never got that in harmonious it was cool I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad, but I am I am okay with leaving it in 2023. Okay. It's... Enchantment had enough Enchantment had enough pieces for me that I was like, okay, I can see this. Yeah, it did. And it like we've said before, it connected with younger kids, mm-hmm. which is really what they were going for. I was sad to see Harmonious go, um, just because of what has replaced it, which we'll get into a little bit um which isn't necessarily bad like we'll we'll get into that here in a little bit but like not only did they say goodbye to horizons and then epcot forever came in Mm -hmm. and now that's gone as well yeah like they're saying that one's never never coming back so three shows in one calendar year in epcot and now you have yet enchantment which is gone and happily ever after came back yeah thank the lord happily ever after is definitely a step up from enchantment i just don't know how long it's going to stick around they're going to have to find something add to it more change some things out so that it does continue to uh connect with the littles yeah because not all the littles enjoyed the same movies that our kids did when they were young there's still a lot of the ones that our kids liked that they like there's still enough of that hype i think the ones that are going to start becoming an issue are the classics Mm -hmm. there's enough of the classics that i think the younger generation is not seeing that like i think our kids the kids that are teenagers now and older like teenagers to 20s 
right. did still see a lot of those classics where like we shared them with them. Yeah. I think you're starting to get into the uh, the kids who are under the age of 15 now right. are not they haven't seen the classics. They haven't they haven't yeah. seen a lot, you know, like they may not have seen the original Jungle Book. They may not have seen, you know, Alice in Wonderland, like the original ones. They may not have seen, you know, a lot of these movies that even some of the rides and stuff are based off of. Uh So it doesn't mean the same thing to them. I do wish that they would have combined Enchantment and Happily Ever After a little bit more. Yeah. There were definitely some aspects, especially there at the end when they added Walt's voice. Right. I loved that. Yeah. No, that kind of that took it up. Uh, took it up another level mm-hmm. from where it was before. Um, I think one of the problems with Enchantment was it was relying pretty heavily on Raya. Yeah. And it did not do nearly mm-hmm. as well as what they were hoping for. No, but I mean, in their defense, that's all planned out months in advance. It is. And- it is. It is. Um, I think going back over to Epcot, I think part of the problem with harmonious is with we've said this before epcot loyalist are probably the loudest yeah group of out of all the parks like now granted they don't really mess with a whole lot of magic kingdom like there are some things like evidently splash you know like that really made some people upset but and it'll be interesting to see what happens with Tomorrowland. You start messing with the sight lines and stuff, and the people who really love Epcot were very loud, mm-hmm. very loud about it. The, in the show that has replaced it is Luminous. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful, beautiful colors again. Yeah. Like now the barges, your tacos are are portable so they yeah. take them in and out of there every day kind of like the old illuminations where they'd mm-hmm. bring the globe out like they raise the bridge they bring them out there's six of them so you can see it from multiple places around the park right. which is great i love that the big issue people are having with it which i hope to go see it soon um is the music it's too slow oh yeah everything's slow and the people who are like older school Epcot and really remember Illuminations, this is kind of like, they're like, oh, there's stuff in there. That's kind of throwbacks to that. Yeah. Which they really like. The newer 20-somethings that have like discovered Epcot more recently yeah, are not happy because they're like, I've been hanging here in Epcot all day with my friends and now I have this show at the end of the night that's slow and pulling at your heart and trying to make you cry and there's like nothing upbeat they want to party like they want one that is more upbeat and more of a party again i just don't think that like the slow like i don't think it has enough of the combination and that kind of roller coaster of yeah this is just like slow and emotional i want to make you cry from the beginning to the end um which like and, even- and there's some song choices in there that's like like i love toy story and i love the music from toy story but yeah. i don't know why it's in there yeah like it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense to me for a show in epcot right 
it does make sense to me when it's in Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom or, or Hollywood. Hollywood, yes. Totally makes sense to me. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me in Epcot. So yeah. what else are we leaving in 2023? What else is out? What else are we leaving in 2023? Um, trying to think of anything else is closing down in 2023. Um, there were some restaurants along the way, primarily like in Disney Springs. Yeah. Um, but nothing, nothing big. Um, yeah, I think that's really it of the things we really said goodbye to um, in 2023, other than maybe like some parking signs and stuff like that, which was its own controversy. There's controversy oh over gosh. everything. So you just, you get used to the way things are. Right. I mean, we see this even in our own community of like people wanting things to stay the same. Right. And they're not going to. And no. that's okay. Yeah, it is. Um, I think next episode, we're going to talk about what we're getting in 2024. Okay. Okay. So, so what did we get though in 2023? What did we get? So, um, let's go over to Disneyland where we got Toontown. We did get Toontown back. And Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I was so excited about this. We talked about this on a previous episode. Mm -hmm. If you didn't catch that this summer, check out our entire breakdown of our Disneyland trip. Um, from May, end of May and beginning of June. Um, I, the thing that I loved about the updated things in Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure was the immersiveness. Uh So I didn't necessarily feel that in the same way at like regular parts of Disneyland, but like old school parts of Disneyland. Okay. But the immersiveness of Toontown, the immersiveness of Cars Land, the immersiveness of um, uh, Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus. Thank you. I'm like, I can see it in my head and it's right there. Uh, let me get in my map. The, the immersiveness, though, of those things was so incredible. And mm-hmm. Toontown was definitely up there. I mean, you just felt like you just walked into even the way the skyline looks like in the way that they built up the buildings and the edge of the, the set, essentially Mm -hmm. a lot of times during the day, it just disappears. It does. Like you don't even realize that you're still standing outside. No, I felt like uh, we were talking about Mickey and Minnie's. I feel like that was a flex for modern day Imagineers. Yes. Especially the queue. Yeah. Like same ride system, same ride as what's in Disney World. Right. But it's a new building and a completely different queue where if your kids definitely grew up watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse like ours did, there are so many things in there that are nice. So many different like character things. You get to see Toodles. Right. Um, I mean, it was just it was awesome. And our own like my only downside to it was that we were there early enough right there was no line yes yeah, so we had our like, we were walk like, all the way yeah, like, all the way through it rushing through the line and yep. so we didn't get to experience all right that was the big thing that got added this year to disneyland or dca and it it was like i said it was phenomenal i mean they've had they had shows oh i just thought of one gotta go back <laughs> they lost fantasmic 
Yeah. They lost Fantasmic this year. And the Maleficent's Dragon is forever gone. Now, that was not a plan. That was not. That was not. But it's still. It, it's gone forever. Like, Fantasmic's coming back, but they've already said it will not be with the dragon. Which, I'm like, how do you do it then? Yeah, I don't know. But also over there in Disneyland, I mean, it's they keep they they keep teasing stuff, but like nothing solid else. Oh, how did I forget this one? I know, I sure done better notes, and I even have it written down here. I just didn't look down. San Francisco and Baymax. Yeah, like that's new. Of all the people to forget that one, why am I the one forgetting that? Um, probably because I made you like move furniture before we recorded, and like yeah. <laughs> I threw you off. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, now you can do a meet and greet with Baymax and Hero. Uh-huh. Um, what was the what was the Pacific Wharf is now San Francisco. Yeah. You can go there and eat and meet, do the meet and greet. There's plenty of stuff for Baymax in that area now. Yeah. No ride still. I'd love to see a Baymax ride. Like, I think it's begging for some kind of ride. Yeah. Like, whether it's a roller coaster. Or something like Baymax is begging for a ride. Um, trying to think of anything else that I forgot. Let me look at my look notes. At your notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, my thing is, is like I, I'm grateful for the things that were added. Um, one of the things that came. We're only talking Disneyland DCA, or are we talking well, everything? Right, right now we we are. We'll, we'll make our way over to the East Coast here in just a bit. Okay. Um well I think I think that's it for the new stuff that came in twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three in Disney World we saw some other new stuff. Yeah. Or finally some finishing of some stuff. It's taken forever. Uh Tron, I'm looking at you. <laughs> it took forever. It's it's a short ride. It is, but it's so good. It is good. I, I thoroughly I, enjoy it. I could do that over and over and over again. It's just by looking at it, we knew it was going to be short. Yeah. It's, I mean, we knew what it was because they have it in Shanghai. Yeah. So we knew what it was going to look like. Um. Yeah, I'm with you. I could write that thing multiple times a day and be be good i mean we got spoiled riding up front right like so we don't Twice. even know what it is to ride behind other people and right have that but like i yeah i would ride that over and over and over again i'm so glad it's done the one that i am really excited about to get to try to see here before long is i'm really excited about moana yeah and the world of water journey journey of water um and I understand that it's it's not a ride. It's not like, right? you know. It's what you're supposed to have. I know a lot of people don't want IP in Epcot, but it's what it's supposed to be there. Yeah. Because it's what? Fun educational? Is that what they refer to it as? Where it's fun and educational. Yes. You're learning along the way and the water's interactive yes. with you along the way. You can take paths where you're probably going to get wet. Yeah. And others where you won't. Right. I am super excited to see that. I want to see Tafiti. I want right. to, you know, see kind of the immersiveness of that. Um, so I'm super excited about gaining that in 2023. Uh-huh. And we also gained 
a good chunk of world celebration. Yeah. Um, to where the ground lights up and the lighting around it lights up and goes with uh, Spaceship Earth at night. Yeah. Um, they're working on, cause right after it first opened, they were having problems because they power washed the concrete and water got into the lights and it shorted some of them out. How, so how do you? I, do you... I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. But it, last time so I saw. Somebody didn't seal the silicone the something. way that they were supposed to. Well, they said the. The thing, the thing I saw said that they're sealed, but they're not designed to be have that amount of pressure from their pressure wash directly on them. I don't know. I it's, don't know. Looks, somewhere somebody didn't do their job. Right. The last thing I saw it looked like the vast majority of them were working again. So that's good. Yeah. I am super excited because with that, we also got a new statue of Walt. We did. Walt and the Dreamer. Is- It's that st- I'm gonna cry. It's the statue that feels the most lifelike. Right. You can like Walt the Dreamer is a like perfect name for that statue. Yeah. Um, as he's like overlooking Epcot and uh well, the and world showcase. The yeah. Forward and it it just looks like he's just sitting right. And participating, sitting and, and watching and, and yeah. sitting and like, he's just a part of it rather than this being like, you know, up on kind of the pedestal, like right. partner statue is it's, it's like, because it's just him. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you can, you know, see the one, like in touch the one with like Rory and Minnie and like, you know, it's uh-huh. not like you don't have opportunities to get up close to some of the other ones. But this is the first time you can like go and sit down next to him. Right. Yep. You get your picture taken. You have a photo pass person right there. Everyone's taking pictures with their phones. Um, Yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. Like they really did a good job with that. And the way he's sitting on the bench, I know like some people were like kind of harping on that because he's not centered on this great big, huge, long bench. Right. He's more towards one side. And I'm sitting there going. Who, if they had this great big long bench, goes and sits directly, directly in, in the middle. middle? Nobody. Nobody. And now, whenever you sit down next to him, you're centered mm-hmm. in in that picture. Yeah. Like, so they did that right. Yeah. Like, it just people are going to nitpick about everything, of course. So, but they did that right. Super excited about getting to see that at some point. Right. Um. We gained Fantastic back. Like it yes. came back to Hollywood Studios, which love that show. Yes. It's great. Um, they kind of updated some things, and like there's a Mulan, Mulan fight scene in it now that wasn't in there before. Yeah. Um, kind of updated the steamboat at the end a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but yeah, still a great show. Still a great show. Love it. No, I was super happy that we ended up going to that because we debated. Right. We had some other stuff we could go do, and we were definitely exhausted at that point right. when we went in August, but oh, I'm, I'm glad. super glad that we went and did I'm that. glad we did. Um, Hollywood Studios picked up something else, and that was Woody's Roundup Barbecue. Um, as we've said before, from b- being from Kansas City, going to Disney World to eat barbecue just doesn't feel right. Like, we can't even eat 
at the American Pavilion. Yeah, we haven't Epcot. ate at Regal Eagle. We haven't ate at Polite Pig, um, which I think, like, looking at it, like, Polite Pig might be the closest. Right. But still, yeah, no. no. I, I, I can't do it. I really do want to go and see it, though, and see inside and yeah. and participate. Um, I'm just afraid I won't be able to hear anything because it's very hard yeah. surfaces in there, and my hearing's not great. No. No. It cracks me up all the time that <coughs> you do all the editing on the audio yeah. for this. And it always cracks me up to be like, you're the one who can't hear. Yeah. I put on the headphones and then I can hear stuff. We're good. <laughs> um, it really was a banner year. I mean, all things considered. Uh-huh. There were some real big things that happened you know, and changes made, but altogether, it's been a, it was a good year for Disney. It was, it was like, even despite the controversy and things. Yeah. And you had all these rumors of, oh, the crowds are really down this year. Well, yeah, the crowds were down a little bit, but the year before was like unbelievable because everybody was traveling post COVID. Right. right? So that slowed down a little bit, but like they were still, they still turned a huge profit, huge profit. Like, Numbers weren't down that much. No. One thing I did realize, though, we didn't talk about that they gained back this year, which was huge in my book. Um, They finally brought back international cast members. Yeah, it is big. And I love the international cast members um, throughout the parks, not just in Epcot. But having the opportunity to have people from other countries Uh and other parts of the world and other cultures get to speak into what's happening at Disney, I think is just such an important part of right. of what Disney does. Even if the dude over in France was arrogant and rude. Well, but, I wasn't in that line, so I don't. Yeah, yeah, we were getting a cream brew. Cream. I didn't cream have to deal with him. Yeah, he was not. He was not pleasant. He was there. Pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. The the, the other one that was there was fine. He was just that guy was a jerk. Well, maybe he was just having a bad day. Maybe so. Um, I don't know that, like, I think that's everything we gained in 23. It's it's a lot of the big highlights for sure. Right, yeah. Um, I would love to hear uh, what some of your favorites are that you uh, had added, that you were really excited about, that... Um, you want to hear us talk about more uh-huh. in the future about things uh, that happened this last year. Uh, I'd love to do that. And I do want to talk about some of our favorites yeah. though from this year. I mean, right. these are just, we had some, big bi- we had some happened. big things that happened. We had some big moments, big Disney moments this year. Yeah. Yep. Um, should we combine both parks? Or are we just going to go one park at a time? As in, Disneyland, DCA, and then Walt Disney World. So you're counting Disneyland, DCA as one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say let's split it up. Okay. So DCA, Disneyland, one. Okay. Disney and then Walt World. Disney World. Okay. Um, so your biggest shock about Disneyland slash DCA? Um. I already said this, but how immersive the different areas were. I already experienced yeah. Galaxy's Edge, so like 
I knew what to expect with that. I did not really fully know what to expect with Cars Land, with Toontown, with um, with Avengers Campus. And right. I was shocked how comfortable I felt in those spaces and how comfortable I felt in DCA. Right. I think for me, it was, I was shocked by how much I enjoyed DCA. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when you hear people talk about Disneyland and DCA, like DCA just kind of gets, it's the also ran, you know, it's, Oh, Disney, Disneyland itself is so great. Well, yeah, you got DCA over there as well. Like for us and for our kids, like, they grew up with cars and they grew up with Marvel. Like that was what was immersive for them. Yeah. Like, and and then, I mean, and we'd already had that aspect of like, they grew up with, right. Um, star Wars. Uh Right. And then to like come home and be months later and I see something about DCA and I'm like, Oh, I really miss DCA. Yeah. I really think that if we were magic key holders, if we could be out there all the right. time, like that's where we would be. Majority Good possibly. Of the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that would, that would for sure be at least a 60, 40 split. Right. Um, there are like meet and greets over there, like meet and greets. Like we'll do a meet and greet, but it's not necessarily our thing. Like it's not your thing. It's not my thing. <laughs> It's not my thing. Don't, don't say R. It's it's my like, thing. I like meet and greets. Like there are way more opportunities for meet and greets in Disneyland, but there's still plenty in DCA as well. Yeah. So it's like like go through my head here. Um. Yeah, I was just I was completely blown away by DCA. I wasn't expecting that at all. Um. Any big disappointments? Again, we talked about this on our Disneyland DCA podcast this summer um biggest disappointment was cast members yeah we ran into more cast members that had an attitude of like you should know this and i think part of that is because they deal with so many locals yeah and the other part of that is splash mountain had just closed down Right. So they had dealt with those crowds and those people being, I'm sure, not so pleasant. But we ran into, I mean, multiple times. Right. We we had some really amazing ones. We had some really, really good ones. But like, so don't get me wrong. It wasn't everybody. But I have never had, in all of our Disney World experiences, I have right. never had that many poor cast member interactions in one trip. Right. The other thing that was going on there, it was also grad night season. Mm-hmm. And so you had a lot of unchaperoned teenagers. Right. Or barely chaperoned teenagers. Right. It was, and there were a ton of just graduated or about to graduate eighth graders. Yeah. Like the high school seniors weren't the problem. No, it was the middle Like for the most part, they were okay. But a ton of middle schoolers who just were not pleasant well i'm they were just eighth grade i mean right. it's just hard to like we have teenagers we right. know 
Right. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a hard thing of, but yeah, that was my biggest disappointment. Um, yeah. I, I think that ties into mine as well. Like Disneyland started off so strong those first couple hours that we were there. And I'm like, okay, I get this. Like the characters are just walking around. You can do meet and greet as they're walking around. We're just hopping on whatever rides. Like this is, this is awesome. And yeah. then it was like, all of a sudden the buses arrived and there were some spots like back there, like around like pirates and it was, it, it just was, felt it, like chaos. it was just insane. You couldn't hardly move. And... It didn't help that you have, you know, with having splash Tiana's right. Like not in all under construction that takes up a lot of space. It eats up a lot of people. Like, right. You know, or like doesn't eat up a lot of people with. So it's hard it you is you have to factor those things in but just even like spaces back in like toontown and mm-hmm. like if we wouldn't win if we would not have gone in the morning we it would not have enjoyed it as much no 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 because we went back in the afternoon one day to meet many and that was that was a little yeah. chaotic yeah um that was as busy at any disney park that i had ever been to yeah it was that was For rough sure. That was rough. Um, I, the other thing I would say that was disappointing to me, um, was I, I'm, sh- I, I don't know if it's shocked or disappointed or if it's just like just surprised. Right. Um, I was, I'm so surprised that the apps themselves and the systems that they use to check you in and like get on rides and like use your lightning lanes like all it's not integrated the same the parks are like disneyland dca is completely different than disney world right and i was like why yeah like it it doesn't make sense to me and i i know part of it is that they were able to introduce magic bands so much earlier in disney world because of having all of the on-property aspect yeah and using them to get into your rooms and like they, they were part of the package deal. So they were able to introduce that way more than what you have at Disneyland DCA. And I, I get that part, but it made it difficult. Like it was way more difficult to use and set up and add people and like get people in your parties and do that side of things. That was way more complex than it needed to be. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But at the same time, Genie Plus itself worked way better in california and disneyland and dca than it There's does also in florida more rides in there is but it just it definitely worked it worked differently like for sure and it it worked again, more we with the ride with large the large party which makes a big difference i think with the ride part it worked more efficiently than it does in disney or in disney except World. for when you have one person so now the problem that you run into is like people trying to check in for lightning lanes with the way their system is and you have more people with, they have to try to scan their phone. And if your phone dies, you're screwed. Yeah. If, unless you've got a paper ticket. Yeah, I mean, but you also run into that problem in Disney World. You run into that problem in Disney World too, except for if you have a magic band. Right. And you've already scheduled that stuff and now your phone dies, your magic band's still going to work. Right. Like magic band still worked in Disney in Disneyland. I know, but most people are using it. So you'd have somebody that right. was trying to yeah. scan their phone. Right. More people are trying to scan okay. their phones than use magic bands. All right. 
Any other highs from Disneyland? Um, World of Color. World of Color, yep. World of Color was everything that any of the shows at Epcot should be. Right. Um, it was, I mean, I, I understand that like the whole trip, by the time we got to the end, one, the exhaustion setting in, right. the, it was emotional, all the things, but like, I, not only did I sob through all of it, but so did my sister. Like there was just so much emotion built into that show. I, yeah, super high. I, I'm so glad we did that show. Yeah. My other high is definitely Cars Land. Like it's, oh yeah, my favorite, my favorite land. Definitely my favorite new land. And uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it, and thoroughly enjoyed the food in Disneyland. Yes, we as were, com- compared to Walt Disney World, we were talking about this um, ahead of doing the recording and saying that like we wish that we would have known, like we knew we were going to enjoy the food, but like how much we enjoyed right different food aspects and the creativity in some of it it didn't feel so like (sighs) big factory like esque like big like yeah no i agree i agree i I mean it was even like you guys really enjoyed lamplight lounge and i enjoyed the view from there and then like we were talking about like flows is just fast food but the just the, the atmosphere the atmosphere is so, is so awesome but yeah like we had so much fun eating in there like yeah. and it, we didn't do anything big right like it's just they just they did cars land oh they did so right. well so well i did ask my sister um we were talking to her this morning and we we're trying to prep for today and she asked her kids because they all went to disneyland with us and her oldest, Avery, said her favorite part of Disneyland was the rides and food. Of course, Hattie had to pipe up then and say Mickey because that was her favorite. Leo said riding really cool rides. He was like, Guardians. Hattie was like, no, I say the rides too. <laughs> Avery said she liked the smuggler's ride. She could ride it over and over again. Hattie, she also really liked the roller coasters. And Minnie is her friend. Huh. I don't remember her riding any roller coasters. Though. No, I, I I don't think she's tall enough. I was trying to think if there was even like she wasn't even tall. Was she tall enough to do the Toontown one? She, uh, she may have been. One? She may have been. Like, I can't think of any other ones that yeah. she would have done that were yeah roller coaster esque. Inlet. I mean, she didn't get to do right Raider Springs Racers and right. Um, that was probably my other yeah least favorite memory from 2023 was having to take sam away from radiator Radiator springs racers he wasn't tall enough him and hattie were not tall enough which hattie was sad but not old enough to really she wasn't comprehending no she had just turned three so i mean like she was sam knew what he was missing yep okay well then let's go east coast I mean, here's the thing. I'm super glad that we got to experience both in one year. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, biggest shock. We yeah. have the same biggest shock. Yeah. Without in Disney World this yep. year was our, I mean, but this is a personal experience. This isn't even like a experience that everybody. Right. 
gets to have. But this was a surprise. You guys have been following us for the last few months. You know, we got majorly upgraded. Uh, We got absolutely pixie dusted. Uh, I it was like a pixie bomb. I mean, I pixie dust bomb. Like I don't even know. We got upgraded um, to a Bora Bora bungalow at Disney's Polynesian Resort. I miss that. I see, like, I'm telling you, babe, we win Powerball. Like, I I want, like, a permanent spot in one of those. (laughs) Like, I don't care which one. I, it's mine. I, that is, like, the best little apartment there ever was. Yeah. No, it's perfect. Like, it's, I don't think there's anything else I can say about it that we haven't already said. It's just, (laughs) it's really nice. It's peaceful. It's relaxing. Um, Only bad thing about it is you won't feel bad going to the parks and wasting your time away and relaxing. No, it is definitely a place where I like this is like the catch 22 of it. Right. Right. You need to stay there for a longer amount of time to really be able to enjoy it. So like you need like a two week there. Right. Right. I mean, and it's set up to be able to like stay there for longer periods of time. But it's so dang expensive. Right. I'm like, I can't imagine paying for staying there for two weeks and, or even a full week. Yeah. Like 10 days. I mean, you're going to be looking at like $30,000. Yeah. No. That. Right. I can buy a car for that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty fantastic. Yep. That was definitely our biggest shock. <laughs> biggest shock. Biggest shock. The... Biggest highlight. Biggest like high. Right. For us. Right. I mean, there were other highs there. Like I. Like we both enjoyed Tron. I loved Tron. Right. I loved Tron. I loved Guardian getting to do Guardians again. Yeah. Meeting Donald and Daisy on oh uh Boo to You. Was it a good going one? and meeting them and getting like getting basically like trampled by Daisy running up to hug me. Right. Was like Yeah. I it was so much fun. It was one of those moments where you really wish that some of those yeah some of those characters could talk yeah absolutely there's only so much that can be said through the yeah. like hand motions and yeah um i think one of the other highs is getting to meet friends down there yeah that we've both been trying to meet for a while so it's that was that was good on both ends yeah we both got to experience that so yeah that was that was definitely good um any disappointments from that trip not really yeah like that one was a pretty dang good trip like there were very few things that i was really like disappointed uh, yeah yeah. Uh, it was hard (laughs) it was really hard to shift from the bungalow over to wilderness even though i love wilderness right and i was just going to another dvc room yeah, like I, I love wilderness. It before staying at the poly, like I was hundred percent a wilderness girl, like right. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I think I still am. Like I love poly. I would love to spend more time there. Right. But I love the fact that wilderness still feels very like secluded. Secluded. Um. So it that was like probably the hardest um yeah that, that it was a rough transition like unless they were to stick us in one of the cabins out there yeah. like which then i would have left property and went and bought that powerball ticket 
Um, I, I think my only like disappointment was, you know, when you still have the virtual queue thing happening and you're, you're stuck in the aspect of confined to that timeline right of when your group gets called and i know there's a little bit of flexibility with that in the virtual queue Uh especially on the later end of like where you can be like look we just got out of our dining reservation right like there's a little bit more flexibility there but it made it hard like one of the things that happened was we got our tron boarding group called before our photo pass photos and so we rode Tron before we went and did our photo pass photos. Right. And so that was a little hard because then, you know, I'm like trying to fix the makeup and like right. fix the hair that I had curled. And then it got us again that night. We were hoping to get to ride it at night during Mickey and Minnie's. We got dusk. <laughs> we got dusk, but yeah. We, we clicked too fast we on, just the, did. on the virtual queue. So it, that part is still like. I do have a big understanding of the why for the virtual cues. Right. But at I'm always like, okay, at what point does this shift? Right. I get what you're saying. Like, at what point do you give me the option to just stand in line? Right. I think one of my big disappointments um, is just how many people they cram into the Mickey's not so scary yeah it was it's you really have to have a plan like if you're just going like this your first time going to the parks and you're like hey we got this great party everyone tells us to go do it i hope everyone told you like have a plan yeah i think the other thing with that is you have so many people that are like oh we can do this and we can do this and we can do this and there's all kinds of different things to go do you've got all the exclusive character meet and greets you've got all of the um food that you can right. go try you've got all of the ride overlays and and like the the dj parties and the um the shows in front of the castle and the fireworks show and the parade and like there's all of these different things it is absolutely impossible to do all of those things in one party yeah now you can get in get in a lot you of can them get in a lot of them to ex- to experience that but you can't get all of those things done within right. that party, right? You're not going to explore the whole park and ride all the rides and see both or all three shows right. and meet all the characters. Yeah. And do all the things. And on top of that, if you want to meet Jack Skellington right. and Sally or the Seven Dwarfs, right. you have to have a park ticket for that day yeah and get into the park right earlier than everybody else and go get in line right at it's, like 3 three thirty. yeah they really need to go like our friend Kyrie Kaw, who's been on here a couple times like he crushed it mm-hmm. but this is also like the third time he's done it right and he knows the things that he's going to go and do with it right. and that's what he sticks to and he's really kind of figured out like the best way for him to go and do those but yeah he did that like he was in the park that day and was able to uh get in line early and uh and then go from jack and sally over to seven dwarves so i mean yeah. i guess that's one of my disappointments um 
Yeah. It was, it was a lot of people. I was really glad that we were able to like run into some other people on like the Skyliner and chat with them about mm-hmm. it and give them some advice on that. Hopefully, hopefully it all worked out for them. Any other highs, lows, disappointments from any, any of the parks? I think only other one I'd like to throw in there is maybe going to eat at Flying Fish. Flying Fish, the food was fantastic. The people behind us, not so much, which kind of took away from it a little bit. Yeah. Um, But my steak in that potato wafer wedge thing, (laughs) like, that thing was awesome. No, we tried each other's food and it was like, all of it was amazing. The food was great. It definitely was even though it's a really nice restaurant and it's like good for like a date or, uh-huh. you know, just a couple, like it's definitely more adult. Oh, hundred percent. Um, it really would have been a nice one to do and have a table of people that you enjoy. Right. Now we had a table by us. We talked about this for like of people who were very loud and, yeah. and boisterous, but they were not, it wasn't like going with like your best friends. Or right. Like no, it was like your best it friends. It was definitely a salesman there and treating other people from this comforts that they were yeah. at. So that's why it kind of took away from it a little bit. But other than that, like I really enjoyed Flying Fish. Like it's a meal that stood out for me. I know when we were talking about it earlier, you said Lamplight. Mm-hmm out in dca which the view was fantastic like i didn't enjoy my food but that's just me no it was a it was a great ending for us as far as like the way that that evening worked out so so i think this would be a good time to put out we'd love to hear some of your favorite things that maybe you did at disney whether it was disneyland or Walt Disney World. Maybe you, you were lucky enough and got to go overseas to Tokyo or Paris. Someday. Someday. But you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram as salute to the ears. And if you are on threads with Instagram, you oh, can yeah. also hit us up on there now. Yep. We, we joined threads. We did. We did. And with that, I'm going to say go out and find your joy. And have a magical week. Bye.